Yeah, the revelations now televised. Uh, a platform for you and I. And now look with full heart and clear eyes. Now, these are just my thoughts. Truth on how I feel with these topics I reveal. Please know my toll, I always keep it real. Can't face the world if you can't face facts. For your time, just open up your mind. That's it, just live, think big. Now take that. With God in me, this here was made by design. Yeah, the revelation will be televised. Revelations. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Revelations Podcast. It's your boy Rev with the first live video shoot um, for the podcast. Um, today is the beginning of a three-part series I'm doing on stepfathering. I'm actually trying to um, see if I can have my mind change about stepfathering. I was raised by a stepfather, but I don't know necessarily if I want to be a stepfather um, in my life. And I'm going to be interviewing and having conversations with a couple of people. And today is part one of the series, and I am introducing a good friend of mine named Ron Story. So, Ron, welcome to the show. I'm happy to have you here on the Revelations Podcast. Thanks for joining. Oh, man, thanks for having me. I appreciate the conversation, man. I think it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we all know how important fathering is, right? Mm -hmm. um, statistics say that children who have fathers are more likely to succeed in school, stay out of trouble, et cetera. So um, I was raised by a stepfather. Uh, I have my biological father. I know who he is, but he really wasn't very active in my life. But what's your story before we get into your stepfathering thing now, but coming up, did you have your father around? Were you raised by a stepfather, et cetera? Yeah. So my dad was in my life, but mm -hmm. not in my life. If that's okay. a great way to say it. I mean, I grew up on a street where my grandparents owned five houses right next to each other. That's amazing. And my aunt lived in one. My grandparents lived in one. And my, aunts, my other uncles lived in the other. And my, we had one. Okay. So it was five houses, an aunt, an uncle, an uncle, us, and my grandma on okay. the same side of the street. That's amazing. Right? So, um, but my mom and dad had gotten a divorce. My dad okay. had like a critical injury. He had gotten um, attacked leaving a nightclub. Oh, wow. And okay. ended up getting his head beat in. It was just really bad. Yeah. Like he barely survived. Okay. Right? But after that, things weren't the same anymore in the yeah. house. Yeah. So he moved out. Okay. Which means he moved next door to me. <laughs> so he literally moved right next door. Like, okay. So With one of your uncles? No, to, to my grandma's house. So he moved to your grandma's yeah, house. He okay. Stayed in the basement of my grandma's house. Okay. My grandma was okay. upstairs. He was downstairs. So this was his mother. Yeah. His that mother. Owned, okay. It wasn't your mom's. But okay. It was his mother. Then. Yeah. So okay. my mom's from Norfolk, Virginia. Okay. And my dad was in the Navy. All right. And one of my mom's first cousins and my dad were in the Navy together. Okay. And that's how my dad. Okay. And when they got married, they um, moved to St. Louis um, because that's where he was from, East St. Louis. And that's where I grew up. She followed her husband and, yeah. and took the kids with her. Yeah. Okay. So, so cool. Thank you for sharing that story. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate what happened to you, your dad. So then you grew up, right? Like your, did your mom remarry? Did you have, or how did that work? No, she didn't remarry. But the person that I call my stepdad, his name is Willie. Okay. And it's the only Everybody got Uncle Willie. Yeah. Well, you know, but he's the only guy I've ever known my mom to date. Oh, okay. Right? So he's been there. I'm 45 now. He's been there since I was six or seven. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? So if anybody goes on my Instagram page, you'll see a picture of me with a fish. Mm -hmm. It's a real old picture of 40 years ago. And he had took me fishing for the first time and I had caught oh, that wow. fish. Okay. Right? But that's the only guy that I've, I've known. I've but seen. they never married. 
Never married. Never okay. lived in the same house. Okay, fair enough. Right? Just dated, and he was a father figure in your life. Yeah, he was the person that did the things that my dad should have been doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. While I was a kid, like, of course. you know, so the baseball games, the football games, yeah. it was either my mom or him. Okay. Or, you know, one of his brothers would coach, was one of my football coaches. Yeah. So it was, you know, that's who it was. Did he have other children? Do you know? He had another son. Okay. Yep. Okay. And was he active in that son's life? Or? Yeah, but I wasn't, you know, he was so much older than me that oh, okay. it didn't, you know, it yeah. didn't mess with me because I'm the youngest of my sisters. Okay. You know, my sisters are seven and nine years older than me. So when they was in the ninth grade, I was in the first. Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I always tell people I had three mamas. <laughs> I get know, that. Yeah. They, they was just bossing me around. They really. I get know. that. Hey, did you ever have a conversation with Willie about stepping in? And being the father figure nah, in your life? I wasn't my role. I mean, as a kid. Even in your adult life, like, nah, you still have a relationship yeah, with Yeah, I still have a relationship with okay. him. We just never talk about it. We just, you know, his birthday was June the 6th. Right. You know, I called him. We had okay. a conversation. Nice. But, um, June the 2nd, my bad, not June the 6th. Um, I called him. We had a conversation. And, yeah, I mean, it's a normal thing. Yeah. But did he formally accept the role as stepdad? Nah, because okay. him and my mom never got married. They never got married, but right. did he do manly things, you know, to be a role model and to show me what hard work looked yeah. like? And Yeah, you know, you do all the stuff. He did all the stuff dads would do. Yep. You know, he yelled at you. He told you, hey, don't do that. Hey, get your ass off of this thing. He did all of that. Right. He, so he did the fathering without being your father, which is great. I think that's fantastic. So, so I've, I was raised by a stepfather as well. Um, my mom married my stepdad when I was four or five. Um, and, you know, until he passed away in 2022, uh, he was dad. He was the dad that I know I called him dad. And he did everything like Willie did for you that a dad is supposed to do. And I've had some conversations with him. And I was like, dad, why would you be with a woman who has five kids? He was like, well, he had his own kids, et cetera. And I told him, I was like, you're a better man than me. I don't think I could do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And and he and I had a conversation. He's like, well, I love your mother enough to, you know, accept her kids as mine. Mm -hmm. And he always did. So he was at every basketball game, at every um, every time I got my knee scraped, every hospital visit, et cetera. He was that. And I, and I thought it was great. But even though I saw what he did, I never wanted to do it myself. So when you were coming up, did you want to have your own kids? Did you think, well, maybe I don't want to be a stepdad. I want to be a stepdad. Like, as you, can you remember back to how you wanted to be a father in your life? Well, I didn't think of it that way because okay. even though Willie did those things, I never, I never publicly referred to him as my stepdad. Mm. Right. Okay. And partially is because in the school districts, my mom and dad were both school teachers. Okay. So everybody in the school district knew my dad. Mm -hmm. Right. We got the same name. Okay. I'm Ron Story Jr. Okay. Ron Story Sr. And the schools that I went to, he worked at. Okay. Right? So just kind of out of respect to both of them, mm -hmm. I knew who my dad was. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Um, but I never pooped on my dad for not doing the things I thought he should have done. Mm -hmm. Because him and my mom weren't together anymore. Even though he has responsibilities, I believe, yep. you can't force anybody to do something they don't want to do. Mm -hmm. So when he got remarried, he took on the responsibility with his new family. Okay. And, you know, I have no problem with that. That's your that's your decision. Um, but as time went on, you know, that rela our relationship was kind of good and bad yeah. as an adult. You know, yeah. for a few years, he, you know, he was so frustrated at one point where he was like, oh, you know, I don't think, I, I'm not, I never told you this, but I'm not your dad. And I'm like, 
dude, you're an idiot for <laughs> yeah, naming somebody yeah. after you, right? Yeah. But after we healed that, we built a stronger relationship over time. Okay. But I never thought about the concept of um, stepdad or one day I want to be this, I want to be that. Okay. I always knew, I'll tell you what my decisions were based on. And um, I never dated, like whenever you go dating, you're like, oh man, does she have kids? Because I didn't have any kids right. until I was 43. Right. Right. So two years ago, I had my first daughter. And um, I've always been like, oh no, I don't want to date anyone with kids. Okay. Why but, was that? Well, because number one, I didn't want to deal with another guy. Okay. And I agree. You know, I mean, I I'm not speaking for anybody, but I'm saying most stepdaddies who are still around are still sleeping with the stepmama. Are still sleeping with okay. the mom. Right. They still got access to. It. Now I ain't calling nobody's names. None of my <laughs> friends would do that, of course. But I've heard stories of daddies still mm -hmm. sleeping with their baby's mama yeah. after they've moved on, and the baby mama is with somebody else. Mm, okay. I'm like, I ain't put myself in that situation. Not. I'm not about to be begging somebody for permission to take their kid someplace that mm -hmm. I'm taking care of. Okay. Like, if we want to do a family trip. I got to get the daddy's approval. Wow. I don't want to deal with any of that. So okay. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just not going to date anybody with kids. But there were two exceptions. And um, one was a young lady I dated um, when I was maybe 27, 28. Okay. We dated for about a year, and she had a daughter. Okay. And um, it was one of those things where I was like, no, nah, I don't like this. But how right? old was the daughter? The daughter was nine at the time. Okay, okay. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't like this. Because all it takes is for her to say one thing, one spiteful thing. And then now I could be in jail. Oh, wow. he he looked at me wrong. Yeah. He said this. I'm like, okay, no kid, no chicks with daughters. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because I, I can't deal with the accusation. Right, of course right? not. Of course. You know, it's like, nah, I ain't about to deal with that because she get mad at me one day and she going to tell somebody mm -hmm. that I, and, and I'm like, I ain't done nothing. Right. right. So it's just that it wasn't worth the risk when I could date women without kids. Okay. Does that make sense? No, it does. And I, and I agree. So that's a part of my stance. Like it's not, I, I almost think stepfathering is a bad deal. And the reason I say it's a bad deal is because the kid can always pull the, you're not my daddy card and they're right. Right. Because at the end of the day, you're not the, the woman can always pull. That's not your kid. Mm -hmm. But it seems to me the expectation is that you play the role. Yeah. So, but you, you, you play the role, but there's always a point where you can't go. Mm -hmm. Um, as a stepfather, and as you said, you got to deal with the other. You got to deal with the other man, not just being around as far as like like you said, maybe sleeping with the other person, but getting his approval. And as men, I don't want to ask another man for permission mm -hmm. to do what I want to do. Like, you can call that pride, you can call it whatever, but it's it's called being a man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we don't want to have to do that. So I've always soured on that, and I've dated a couple women who had kids and. The baby daddy was always in the peripheral, and I didn't. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. You know, you can call me insecure, call yep. me whatever, but I don't necessarily like that. And then, and then, not only that, the child itself. Sometimes you want to go on a date, you want to do a surprise date, but you can't because you got to get babysitters, you know, or something like that. Or in the middle of the date, the kid gets sick. And from my perspective, it's different if it's my kid and my kid gets sick. Then I want to go to the hospital or go back to the babysitter too. But if I'm just trying to get to know the woman and the kid is interrupting a date for a legitimate reason, selfishly, I'm still a little bit upset about yeah. that because I had this entire night or this entire weekend plan and then abruptly stops. So that's part of the reason I don't want to. And another reason is I'm big into legacy, uh, maybe because I'm a historian and, and I do believe legacy matters and pouring into people matter. 
So mm-hmm. my example is, as I, I remember this vividly. This is a real story. So I got my master's degree from Illinois State University. Mm-hmm. And um, my, my stepdad was there. My mom was there. My brother there. It was a great time. And they called my name, you know, Timothy Rebels. And I go up there and handshake and everything. And my, my, uh, my stepfather, I'm sorry, my biological father, he actually came to that. But somebody else, he had a friend or something whose kid was there as well. And he said, oh, I didn't know your son was getting his master's degree. Oh, it's a good job. You've poured in a lot of, I'm, I'm quite sure you helped guide him to that. My biological father had zero to do with me getting my master's degree. My stepdad, he was the one that was there encouraging me, et cetera. So it was. But was that really your dad's fault? Because it was the questioner that kind of you know, set them up the bad face. You know what I mean? But my stepdad was building out a legacy that another man could live, like, like have pride in. Uh, no, right? I understand. But it was kind of the questioners. Yeah, it was a questioner, but. Lewis is the person, my, my stepdad's last name is Lewis. He's the person that put in all the time. Yeah. But that person who asked my dad, my biological father, I should yeah. say, he didn't mention Lewis. He was like, you must have been the person because of the, la- the similar last yeah. name. So, so I've always thought that stepfathering is a bad deal, but I'm beginning to challenge my own beliefs. And that's why I want to have this yeah, conversation. Yeah. I'll tell you my, my thoughts on it. Because when I was younger, I thought that, right? But as I got older, I'm like, oh, man, you know, probably should start thinking about that so you know my current girlfriend you know and she refers to me as her husband but legally we're not married for other reasons that's another podcast (laughs) but um when we met she had a two-year-old okay and i asked her she's like oh i have a son i said okay i said where's the where's the dad Oh, he lives in a whole nother country. Cool. We good. <laughs> cool. You know, right, right. That big part, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, okay. Cool. Okay. What's the relationship? He has no relationship. Mm. He doesn't want a relationship. Mm. He, doesn't ref- he doesn't know him. He's never talked to him. Okay. We've tried. It doesn't work. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. So now I know if I take on this responsibility, then that's there. So okay. we dated for almost nine months before I even met the kid. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. So we started dating in January. The pandemic happened yep. and everything shut down. So um, she was like, well, yeah, he's just in an apartment all day. I'm like, just bring, I got a jungle gym outside of my right. building. Just come. Yeah. And he can come play over here and bring him with. She's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. She's like, but he's, he's, he's three. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't care about right. that. Like I, I got nieces and nephews. And he comes over and we're like best friends from that okay. point forward. Nice. Um, and so as that relationship matured and we started talking, I'm like, yo, like I'm getting older. I got to make a decision on like if I'm going to have other kids. Mm-hmm. And her and I had debated about it a little bit. And then, you know, we decided we was going to have my daughter. Okay. And but I had that conversation with her that there will be no difference. I want to get into that. Right. And there's a reason why. And I'll tell you my reasoning behind it. Because in the first, this is my opinion, the first four years of raising a kid is for the parents. Okay. The kid really don't remember. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, okay. Nothing that happened when I was three. No, no. Like, you don't remember none of that stuff. The first four years are for the parents' memories. Okay. The kid don't remember that. He just knows who's been there Mm -hmm. for that time. So meeting him at two and being around from two. Yeah. When he turns five, he don't know nobody else. He yeah. still refers to me as his dad. And I mean, like to everybody else, 
Soy papa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And, and you know, to, to everybody else, I, I'm I'm his dad. No different than it is to my daughter. So um I was thinking like, yo, I already feel like I'm doing a disservice to my daughter at two years old. She's gonna be when she turns 21, I'll be 65. Wow. Right? Wow, yeah. And I'm like, dude, this ain't even fair. Like, <laughs> yeah. I should have started earlier. Mm -hmm. So if I have another one, when they turn, if I had another one today, yeah. when they turn 21, I would be 67. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I can speed this up a bit. All right. We got this kid that's five. Yeah. Right. So at least I can pour it to him. I've been there for half of that two mm -hmm. to four year thing that I talked about. Mm -hmm. I'm good. So I wanted to ask, so how do you, so I think like love from a parent is, is, Almost natural, right? Like that's your seed, flesh of your flesh, blood of your blood. But how did you cultivate that relationship with a child that is not yours? And well, the same way I cultivated the one with his mama, right? And I was going to get to that. Like, <laughs> his like mama how, ain't my blood. <laughs> true, true. But it's more reciprocal, right? Because it's two adults, and and you can serve her, she can serve you intellectually, etc. From what and I and I spend a lot of time with my nephew. Mm -hmm. I love my nephew to death. I pour a lot into him. He really didn't do anything for me, right? He's fun. He's a kid, so I can get some laughs. So not only how did you cultivate the relationship, but how, did you have a conversation with your girlfriend about cultivating that relationship? Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know if, if asking permission to be that man or no. she expected you to be the man for the child. Like, what was that like? No, it, I don't think it was more of expecting me to be that person. I think she kept him away because she didn't want to put that obligation on me. Okay. And she didn't want to mix him up either. Yeah. You bring yeah. different dudes yeah. around. It's yeah. like, yo, what is this? Right. Right. So and it's a, he get a bad reputation of mom at an early age. Exactly. So, you know, um, it wasn't that there was an expectation. It was more of, she, she said some very simple things. She said, treat him as if he's yours. Okay. Right. Right. If if he doesn't, because he would stay with me sometimes. Okay. If she wanted to need some time free, yep. then bring him over. I got him. Okay. She said, treat him as if he's yours. I okay. trust you. I trust you won't harm my kid. Wow. Treat him as if he's yours. Wow. Right. Okay. And um, that was that was a big level of respect for yeah, me. He's like, yo, you know. And um, the the thing about it, he realized real quick that she is rougher on him than I would ever be. Like. I'm like the the nice the fun guy. Yeah, like and his mom is the devil. Like <laughs> I'll be like, hey, 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 bro, you may want to listen to me, because if your mama come in here, it's gonna be bad, right? And he'd be like, Yeah, I'm just gonna listen to you. Right, right. Because you you saved me a few times. Of course. Right. So, you know, from that perspective, it's been cool because I don't I don't think all relationships are reciprocal. Okay. Right? Yeah, I agree. So I agree with that. When I think about my my relationship with my nieces and nephews, I love them to death. Mm -hmm. I would kill somebody for it. Of course. Right? But but I, I don't have the same passion that their parents would have. Of course. But not. I still would defend them. If their parent ain't there, I'm their daddy that Right, day. right. Okay. You, you see what yeah. I mean? So it's the same thing. His daddy ain't here. I'm, I'm here now. Wow. So that's my responsibility. Yeah. Why? Because that's what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. I can't be like, well, they ain't my kid. Let them just get hit by a car. Right. Well, no. Of so course. how do men show love? Through our actions. Through our actions, yes. Right? I yes. pay for private school. I pay for everything in his life. Right. I take care of him. Swimming lessons, everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wrestle with him. I right. do everything I would do as if he was my... 
as if he was my blood son, because yes. he is my son. Son, right? Yeah. As if he was my blood, he came out of my stomach. Mm-hmm. Right. So, why wouldn't I? You know, it's no different. My daughter, she can't even talk. So, what can she do for me? Nothing. Right. Nothing. It's just a choice, a choice of me choosing to show the actions of a dad. Well, yeah, love is a choice, right? It's not a, people think it's a feeling. It's really a decision and a choice to do what you're supposed to do over and over and over again. And clearly you're yeah. doing those with those actions. I guess I'm trying to get to, how do you get to that choice? Cause where I am, it's like, man, I'm, I'm doing this and, and I don't necessarily know. And this is where I'm challenging myself. If I can get to the point where I fall in love with a kid, like I thought, like clearly fall in love with the mom. So you have to fall in love when I say that doing those actionable items for a child that's not yours. And I think you're, you have a a unique situation to where you do have a child of your own with her. Mm -hmm. So then how do you make sure you're not treating them differently? Well, I'm fortunate that one is a girl and one is a boy. Okay. Okay. So that makes it easier too. (laughs) Okay. Like there's no way I'm going to body slam my Daughter on the bed, the way I do the five-year-old and he laughs, like the six-year-old and he laughs, right? Right. So I think that the one of the biggest things that I've learned is fair and equal are not the same thing. I agree with that, yes. Right? Yes. So I treat a six-year-old like a six-year-old. Yep, and that's and fair. And I treat a one-year-old like a one-year-old. And that's fair. Right? Um, so I just think people of integrity do things that are integrous, mm. integral, whatever you want. Yeah, no, 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 I get it. The people so of integrity. Yeah. You can't be like, oh, I'm a man of integrity, but I, I treat this other kid different than I treat yeah. my own. Yeah. No, I mean, when his friends come over or her, her, my girl's friends come over and they bring their kids and we go to the bouncy house, mm-hmm. I'm responsible for all them kids. Okay. I right? agree. And if somebody comes up, an adult does something to little Angel or, you mm-hmm. know, any of these other little kids. They got to deal with me just like they would have to deal with their dad. Okay. Why? Because they're in my care. They're in my responsibility for those two or three hours that they're with me. Right. And you knew that, like, as far as when you were dating your girlfriend, when you first started dating her, you knew that she comes with this. So if you're going to accept her, you have to accept this responsibility already, right? Well, it's not... If you want to build a family with her. Yeah, of course. If you're not looking to build a family, then, yeah. then that's a whole other conversation. We're only talking about when we want to build a family because, I mean, if you're just here to have fun, then that's a different, yeah. different scenario. But it, it almost seems as if you were intentional. You were saying bring him over. She wasn't trying to... I don't want to say burden, but it, it's... She was actually trying to take it off of you. Yeah, yeah. And you were asking for it. Yeah, right? I mean, I like kids, man. Kids, okay. Like, my nieces and nephews... We just play all the time, man. Okay. We don't don't argue. It ain't no screaming. Right, right. right. Like, I remember, I'll tell you something that was so funny. I was with one of my little cousins, and he's the same age as one of my nephews. And one day he says, man, so, you know, I was talking to your little brother. I said, I don't have no brothers. (laughs) He was like, Brandon ain't your brother? I said, no, that's my nephew. He said, you don't act like an (laughs) uncle. He was like, all my uncles do is scream at me. (laughs) I'm like. No, bro. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun, man. <laughs> yeah, like, like I think people should be fun. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, you know, just like before we started recording this, my son comes up yep. and says, "Hey, I want some Legos." Mm-hmm. Right, and he just got Legos two days ago, but he's like, "What? Well, I want this other one." Cool, because he knows that that's what we do. Now, it's not about buying things; it's about discipline and a lot of mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. But he understands that, mm-hmm. yo, man, life is to be enjoyed. Life ain't to be, 
you know, hey, go go look in the corner and stand in the corner and time out yeah. all your life. No, yeah, it's not it's not about discipline, right? We I think a lot of times as parents, um, and even as teachers or educators like I am, we we tell the kids what they can't do instead of what they can do. Stop, no, don't instead of you can do this and that. So yep. you said something earlier I want to touch on about um when she would leave your son, her son, you all son, with you and then go out and and have her free time. How did what did you do in the relationship between you and her to make her trust you? Because from now I'm just giving you some personal experience. When I have dated or talked to women who have are single mothers, they are super protective of their kid. And they come in the gate. My kid is number one. One through five is going to be here, here and here. So what did you do? Maybe not personally, but just more idealistically to build that trust to where you said where, where she could say, I'm sorry. Hey. I feel comfortable enough leaving the person who I am most responsible for protecting under your care. Uh, I think you spent a lot of time with, with her and the kid together. Okay. Right. So it wasn't like, Oh, wait a minute. He likes you. Okay. Next week I'm going to drop. Yeah, no, no, no. It had to be a building of, of the relationships. One yeah. of those things where it's like, she can see the kid is always when he's over there, he wants to play. And mm-hmm. I mean, same relationship. He has. Have you ever seen with AJ? Mm-hmm. Right. He's with AJ and they just shoot Nerf guns. Yeah. And, you know, the first thing AJ come over the house, he go get three Nerf guns and we about to have a Nerf war. Okay. Because he knows that that's what happens when AJ shows up. So, but it's, it's like parents, I, I think humans, we can tell like, okay, people that don't like kids, they're annoyed. Yeah. Uh, hey man, hey man yeah. leave me alone. Whatever, man. Because you tell her, let, let her be. I'm like, he good. Right. Yeah. Because I've dealt with it. With my nieces and nephews, he cool. He ain't bothering me. But like right. he he messaged your computer. He can't break it. It ain't even turned on. Right, right. Like the things that they think that we're concerned about, mm-hmm. it's like well, it don't really bother me. So over time, it became okay. I can. I, he's made great decisions around me. Mm-hmm. You can look around and see how my friends treat me. What my friends say about me. Mm-hmm. You look on my my social media. You see me with my nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. Look, man, I believe, and this is my own opinion, if one kid don't like you, most kids don't like you. <laughs> Whether that's your son, your nephew, the neighbor's kids. Like, okay. when I thought about the guys who were my friends coming up and their dads, either the son loved the dad and everybody loved mm-hmm. the dad, or the son hated the dad. Everybody hated the dad, right? So I think you can kind of see it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, so I think that that's that's kind of the thing. It wasn't that I had to make some declaration. Mm-hmm. I just I'm just me. Right. And I wanted her to see me being me because mm-hmm. if we live together. Yeah. He's going to be in the same house and she should know I'm not going to scream because he broke something. Yeah. Hey, it's all right, man. We'll buy yeah. another one. You get it. Like, I ain't got time for that. So. So how. So have there been. I should ask. Like, so when it comes to raising, because people have different rate, like philosophies and it would be easier for me to get with a woman who doesn't have a kid. I don't have a kid. And we can say, hey, I want to have my kid grow up in church. And a woman says, no, then I can decide already. Well, hey, you know what? This is not. Oh, that's not a good one. We, we had that discussion. <laughs> OK, so I want yeah, so to I want to get into that. So when it comes to she already has a son, but then you have differences in 
philosophy of raising the kids. Yeah. How do you handle that? Because that's a big no-no for me because if I were, I don't want to have kids, but if I ever was to have a kid, I do have in my mind how I think I would want to raise them. So how do you deal with that when that comes up? So it's two different philosophies. So my belief is, I'll use the example. It's like driving a car, right? Okay. I'm going where I'm going to go. So mm -hmm. if I'm going to drive from New York to California, I'm going to California. Okay. Along the way, I may pick up a, a wife or a girlfriend. If they want to go to Dallas, they should get out the car. But we go into California. I'm driving. Right. They can play with the windows. They can mess with the navigation and everything. Right. Don't, don't grab the steering wheel. Right. Don't put your feet on the, on the pedal telling me I'm driving too slow. Mm -hmm. I'm driving. Okay. If you don't want to be in my car, get out. Okay. Right? So that's okay. my philosophy on life, relationships, mm -hmm. friendships, everything. Right? Mm -hmm. So when I think about that, you know, my philosophy on relationships is I'm leading. Now, okay. when it comes to personal choices such as religion, how you raise your kids, I'm going to tell you how I'm going to do it, and then you can adjust. Mm -hmm. Right? So the religious thing. When my daughter was born, she was like, oh, so do we do the christening thing? Or since we live in a Catholic country, do we do the whole Catholicism thing? I said, I don't believe in none of that. Okay. Right? Okay. And she was like, I am so glad. I don't believe in none of that either. <laughs> but we, we had never talked about it. Right. We just knew on Sundays we go to dinner. We don't go to church. Okay. Right? But it changed. Okay. About six months after the kid was born, she started going to this new church here. Okay. Right. In Columbia. And I'm like, cool. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. I said, you can go. You can take the kids, whatever. So my daughter eventually got christened. But um, once my, the mom started going to church, she was like, oh, you should go. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> and then my son was like, I don't want to go either. Mm. And she was like, you got it. I said, hey, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. He can't see dad choosing not to go. Mm -hmm. and then he don't have the same right. Wow. Okay. And she says, all right, so if he can stay with you, he can stay. Wow. Cool. Okay. Take my daughter, go do whatever you want to do, but he okay. gets to stay home. She didn't have a choice at two. She don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. She don't, she's just going with mama. Right. It's a funny thing. I was home for the last month. Mm -hmm. I'm not here for him to stay home. Right. So he has to go, go to church. church yeah. <laughs> so he goes, and he likes it. Mm-hmm. And his mom was like, oh, he really likes going to church. He, she called me last Sunday. She was like, he really enjoys the church. I was like, man, you like it? He was like, yeah. He said, but when you come back, I'm not going on it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, so, so it's just, of course, it's just a conversation that you have. I just Adults have mature conversations, man. Of course. Of course, yeah. Adults have mature conversations. I just know that, like, when my mom and dad, my my biological mother and my stepfather had conversations about raising us. Um, you know, because dad was such uh like, like he, because he was doing all the things that you were doing, mm -hmm. paying for stuff, taking care, being mm -hmm. there, et cetera. She had less problem with sort of yielding to mm -hmm. his philosophy. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he had, he was more strict than she was. Mm -hmm. And she would sometimes say, Oh, Greg, stop being so strict. But when he would talk to her and say, no, I'm raising, you got four boys mm -hmm. and I know what it takes to raise a black man. Yep. Then she would say, okay. Yep. Um, there, there were some things that they butted heads about. And I never really knew because, you know, parents keep stuff in the private, right? You shouldn't be arguing in front of your kids. I never really knew how the solution worked out necessarily. But I always wondered, like, if I, if I do come into a woman's life and she has a 
10-year-old, a six-year-old, a five, whatever, and I see something totally wrong with how it's being, how she's raising the kid or something I don't agree. I don't want to say wrong, something I don't agree with. I can broach that conversation with her, of course, but ultimately that's her kid, right? But, but you, And I'm always worried about you, that. She's you, playing that. That's my kid card. Yeah, I would, and then you should leave her. Okay. Yeah, talk to me about that. Right. Talk to me about that. Because I, I, I can't protect somebody I can't leave. You were preaching there, man. I agree with that 100%. So it's like, no, just, just in the relationship. You ain't got no kids with her, and she don't want to follow your lead. Unless you're putting that kid in danger. Of course. But I'm not going but, to. Like, if, yeah. I understand. Yeah. But, but that's what a lot of people say before they put the kid in danger. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like, but unless you're putting the kid in danger. What, I'll give you a great example. We'll use AJ again. Mm -hmm. While I'm in St. Louis, AJ knows that every Saturday we it's called Dia de Hombres. Me and my son, we go out for lunch. We go to an amusement park. We do something every Saturday, okay. which is why he's asking for Legos tomorrow, which is okay, Saturday, Saturday okay. when we recorded this, right? So while I was gone, he knows that he hasn't been able to do that. AJ, mm -hmm. you know, your cousin. And AJ's like a brother to me, and he wants to be, he's like, yo, man, I want to make sure that I'm active mm -hmm. in my nieces and nephews' lives. I'm like, cool, man, whatever. He was like, but I, I got a question. You think Vivi would mind if... I took Paul Dia de Hombre since you haven't been here in the last three weeks. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I'll, I'll tell her about it. And um, she was like, I don't know. Our kids ain't never been with nobody else but us. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. They haven't. Wow. Okay. They yeah. never slept at anybody else's house. Mm -hmm. We don't leave them with the babysitter. The babysitter comes to our house. Right. Right. So she's like, uh, I said, well, let me ask you this. I said, do you trust me? And she was like, yeah. I said, you don't know AJ as well as I know AJ, mm -hmm. but the same way that you picked a nanny mm -hmm. and I had confidence in your choice of the nanny because of your relationship with the nanny, yeah. with, with Amaya, you have to trust that he could go for three hours to go grab lunch and go to a park yeah. with AJ yeah. and he'll be fine. And she says, now that makes sense. Okay, tell me to come get him. Okay, right. Wow. No, I was back in the states. Mm -hmm. Now she could have left and be like, I'm not answer the yeah. door, make sure the doorman couldn't, yeah. wouldn't let AJ in or whatever. And then as soon as he got back home, she sends me a message. Uh, those three hours were great. Well, I didn't have to worry about him. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, thanks, he made it back home safe. He said he had a good time. There it is. Right. So it's those times where you have to say, Hey, look, I can't. I'm not, I'm not going to lead by force, mm -hmm. but I can lead with logic. Right. Right. Okay. And as a man, I believe my logic has to be stronger than her emotions. Wow. Okay. Right? So as a woman, she's going to be emotional. This is my baby. And I told her, I said, yeah. I know it's your baby. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I said, but we leave my baby with the nanny all the time. Mm. And that's mm. the one that you chose. Yep. So I trust you. You have to be trusting the same way. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. Right. So I'm just a firm believer that adults have to have adult conversations. And if if you're the guy, I think you have to. You have to have the respect of the woman to trust your leadership. OK, that's that's really good. And and I'm going to we're, we're going to wrap up here soon, but I do have one more question that, that it sort of burns in me. And maybe this and, and I and I'm challenging my belief system and, and maybe this is a me problem so you can you can help me out with this and i'm asking everybody on uh, in this series the same question and it's about priorities mm -hmm. so when i've dated women 
who have had kids or even talk to women who have kids who are like friends, they repeated this. They repeat this to me all the time. My kid is number one. My kid is number one. Like, like, you know, whatever my kid, my kid is number one, et cetera. And I'm like, okay, well then if your kid is number one, you're telling me that I can never be, which I guess can be fine. But at the same time, she would want me to make her number one or make them number one. Right. So then my thought, my logic tells me the kid is number one to her. Of course, the kid's going to think her, their mom is number one. And then I'm supposed to put them first. And I know as a man, I'm res- like, like my role is to be responsible, but I still want to be at some point. I want to be the most important person to somebody at some point in my life. Okay. So right? I'm, I'm, I got you. So you get where I'm going. No, I, so, I got you. So let me tell you something. Yeah. 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 Right? Okay. Yeah. So good. I'm a firm believer. God, dad, mom, my kids. I agree. That's 100%. Right? I agree with so, that. So I'm number one to God. Okay. She's number one to me. Mm-hmm. The kid should be number one to her. Wow. Okay. Okay. Right. I don't necessarily agree with that. One, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. She can't take care of me. Okay. She can take care of the kids. Though. Of course. I can take care of both of them. Yep. Yeah. You, you see why that works? Uh huh. So the her kids are number one because she's single. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're her priority. They're of the course. person that she can take care of. Okay. My my girl can provide a great house for me, but she can't care for me. Right, right. Do you, yeah, you see what yeah, I mean? She I can't get that. take she can't financially take care of me, defend me, yeah, fight for me. Yeah. She can't do none of that. Okay. But if I'm not here, who can she fight for? Who can she yeah. financially take? Okay. Yeah. So it's just a philosophy thing. Okay. So when you think about it, in your life with whomever you're with, you're dealing with a single woman who don't have nobody to be number one. So of course, currently in her life, number one is her kid because she mm-hmm. ain't got a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But once you become in that relationship with her, you start to realize, oh, I see why the kid should be number one. Now, okay. number one, as far as, and this is my thoughts. As far as who she can protect and take care of. Yeah, right? I, I, I get that. As far as priority in the house. That's the part that I want to talk about. That You see that before you even get into the point where you're living with her and all of that. Okay. Right? Because when you go out on a, on, a, on a, I'll give you a great example. We've all heard that we've all been talking to a woman and her, her kid or somebody. We've been talking to an adult and their kid will come over. It could be your uncle, mm-hmm. aunt or whatever. They say, hey. Grown folks are talking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why? Because at that point, the respect level is between mm-hmm. the two adults and the kids should do what kids do. Wow. Right? Wow. No, that's good. So when we think about that, and when they're in a relationship, you'll see it. Hey, yo, I'm going to make his plate. I'm going to make sure this is done. Mm-hmm. And then I'll take care of the kids. Or I'm going to make sure yeah. I need to take care of this. Yeah. And then, because they'll, they'll prioritize those adult things that yeah. are important. Right? I, I think people make a big deal out of imagined ideas mm. that when you put it into practice, mm. it's like, dude, how much, how many times does, do I really need help from my girl? I don't. It really? That's I'm so true. Doing everything that's so true. What she was even here. Like, all the stuff, like, right. I just made my plate bigger <laughs> so that they could eat off of it. Right. Right, right, but right. My table was already full. Yeah, I just put more seats there. Yeah, and started sharing. Yeah, so I don't need her to put no grapes on the table or yeah. nothing. Yeah, right. But if she wants to clean up the table afterwards, that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, but it shouldn't. I don't think that. I think we blow it out of proportion. The maybe so. My kids are number one because she's single. Of course, they should be number one. Yeah, and 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 when I when I've had these encounters with with women about the kids being number one, etc., it's like. 
they're hmm. I, I, I agree with the they gotta be protected. The kids can't take care of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. You're two kids. If there are no parents here, we don't know what would happen. Well, who do you think number one to my son? Well, I would say his mom. No, his sister. Okay. Explain that. Because if we ain't here, who oh, yeah, you gotta tell me. It's a high six. When his mom asleep, he making sure she ain't doing no dumb stuff. Oh wow, that's good. He can't protect and provide yeah, for his, his mama. mama. Yeah. So 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 when I was a kid, and I was I was talking to my parents about this, and I and I asked because my dad is a stepdad, mm-hmm. you know, and I asked him. I said, you know, hey, who like like what relationship in this house is most important? And he was like, the relationship I had with your mom. And I asked my mom the same thing, and she was like, well, taking care of you guys are number one because you're kids, mm-hmm. but. I'm more concerned with making my husband happy and getting along with him because if me and him don't get along, it's not going to be good for you all. Yeah. But I'm, and, and but my mother's older, you know, and all that. The, the, you know, the modern woman is almost a little different. It's a little more difficult, right? Because they, it almost seems as if they're more concerned with making their kids happy than the person that can help them raise their kid the right way or, or help yeah. provide like you were talking yeah, about. Just find one though. Yeah, yeah. Leave the idiots out. The idiots gonna be idiots. They're gonna be single moms forever. Just find one. There's nine billion people on the planet. Right. Just looking for one. Just looking for one. You know. And so yeah. I mean, just look for the one that that follows your rules. Like I, I'm a big, <laughs> I'm really big on rules. Man. Me too, man. Like so. I, I, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, um, how do I put it? I'm not a stickler. Like, hey, do this or else. But I'm like, no, nah, they don't follow. That. Yeah, it's not going the way I want it. So I just move on. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we start compromising because we don't have options. Yeah. I, yeah. And if you got options, you yeah. just say, no, she don't match up. Boom. Yeah. I mean, we got a lot of options. Yeah, I would agree. So it's like, dude, like find the one. I want the person that's willing to ride in my car. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If she want to grab the wheel, she should get that's out. One. That is a good, right? that's a great so, analogy. Like you can, you get the, you get the same view in the car that I get. Yeah. With none of the responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. She get to put her feet up and look out the same front windshield. Right. Yeah. And she ain't got none of responsibility to make sure this car gets to the destination. Right. So if she decides that she's gonna interfere with that, she should get out. You gotta go. She gotta go. And I, I agree with you said about the rules thing. And like, I'm not a dictator, but I'm a standard setter. Come on. And that's what we want to do. Yeah. So we'll have young Paul. Come, come on. Come on. Get in. Come on. Get in the show. You want to uh, You want to be on YouTube? Want to be on YouTube? Yes, yeah, YouTube channel. This is my there son right here. There we go. Salute us. Hi, K two S. Hi, Zuna camera. Uh take us to me camera. See, me studio. See, is ah, is that photo? Ah. There you go. Salutes. Salutes la gente. Hola. In English. Este, este canal is in English. English. Oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Thank you. Well, that about does it for this uh, episode of Revelation Podcast. Ryan, Perfect timing, right? Uh, yeah, I appreciate you, man. Perfect timing. Right, right, right. I appreciate you, man. This, this is really good. This has helped me a lot. Um, it'll give me some things to think about. And uh, after part three, I'm going to come back here and see if my mind has changed about, you know, potentially getting with a woman with, uh, with kids or something like that. But, man, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. All right, cool, man. Cool. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next time. Peace.